Ahaha. Uh, this is another episode of Spit Sessions. I'm sitting here next to Reggie. Uh, this is the first time I've seen him in a little bit. I have gone to Atlanta and come back. In the meantime, man, that's why this episode is coming in kind of kind of on the tail end of the two-week process. But we are here. We're making it happen. We're working on it right now. Um, it's a pleasure to see you, Reggie, as always. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Was it your first time in Atlanta? It was my first time in there. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was really, really nice. I will say that the weather kept me up because... Um, I went from about 90 degree weather back to 60, 50 something here, but it was really, really cool, man. I enjoyed it. There was a dude in a Jeep Wrangler that was customized with big ass rims bumping Ronald Isley uh, the first night I got there. Hmm. I feel like that is not surprising. No, you not would at see all. that in Hotlanta, as you'll be calling it from yeah, now on. I probably won't be doing that, but yeah, no, for sure. It was a song, Make Me Say It Again, Girl, which I yeah, guess is like an yeah. Isley Brothers song, not Ronald Isley, no, but no. we know why we're listening to the Isley Brothers. we listening for Ronald. Come on now. Mr. Biggs. I'm not going to call him that, though. Yeah, but uh, the other Isley, he was, you know, shredding on the guitar. Yeah, he was cutting it up. Yeah. Boys to Atlantis, he was going ham. It was. That's a fact. Yeah, they were so talented with their um, scoop neck shirts and razor blades. I assume they had their <laughs> person. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Fashion has uh, come in full circle, though. We could pull that off, I feel like. I don't have razor blades on my person, so if somebody say something to me, I'm just going to end up out of here. But the niggas was flamboyantly dressed and very charismatic with it i commend them um so per usual what we end up doing is getting into what we've been up to over the last two weeks uh reggie's a photographer now he's been taking, <laughs> <laughs> he's been taking really nice photos i've been seeing them all online and stuff so that's pretty cool man you you are you have a you have talent as they say uh well, yeah, I've known how to use a camera for a long time, but I w uh, never wanted to get into photography. Is it because they have women out here uh, doing full splits on fire hydrants? Who's, you... <laughs> who's who's the most at fault for that? The the model or the photographer for photographer, coming up with the 100%. concept? Okay, because, gotcha. Because, you know, you're in essence betraying the trust of somebody who assumes yeah. you're like a serious artist and knows what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if they let the model know the concept prior to them coming out and doing it. Because I really, sure. I really hope people aren't coming to the shoots and like, I right, look. So take this this uh, uh crab leg, right, and just like sit it on your titty and balance it there. And just I'm balance gonna balance your labia on the on this railroad track. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> but we keep getting pictures like that because I. Hey. Everybody wants to, you know, on one side you have a lot of people want to be a model and be able to post stuff on social media. Well, it's different now because like yeah. smartphone cameras are so good exactly. and everything's so accessible. But especially different. like five, ten years ago and before that, if you had a camera, you'd be like, yeah, let me shoot you, girl. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, no, it was pretty reckless out here. Uh, but yeah, like so, you know, I, I learned a little bit about cameras for video stuff and I never, I was like, man, I don't want to like be one of those guys, right? Like, right. And I kind of uh, sold myself short a little bit, but I think I don't know. Lately, I haven't haven't had a lot of video stuff to do, and I have this camera, so I was like, let me just go around shooting stuff. Mm -hmm. So I shot probably like three thousand pictures since oh, really? the last podcast. What were they of these pictures? Uh, all sorts of stuff. You know, like uh, I've just been kind of like bringing it everywhere. I don't always bust it out. I'm not like that dude with the acoustic guitar at the, at the party. Yeah. Who plays what is it, Stairway to Heaven or something like that on the an acoustic or guitar? Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Yeah. Those are the notorious. Uh, but yeah, I went to Mole Fest and uh, just been around taking pictures of stuff. 
been okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, man, fucking photographers, right? You you know what it. You know what I know photographers. Do. It's usually the dude. Uh, he has a little bag on him, and he uh walks around with uh the extra accessories and whatnot, and he just like. I mean, it's kind of commendable and kind of cool when I see them sometimes, but just don't have people looking out here stupid. I think I saw this lady squatting over a, a, a traffic cone. <laughs> yeah, I think the, I know what you're talking she about. She put a traffic cone on her head. That was the titty in the champagne photo. Um, What the fuck? This shit just freeze? That shit just froze? No. No, I'm talking about this right here. Oh, damn. Why does something always go wrong? I don't know. Okay, wait. Is it back? Did I don't know what's happening. I don't know. We gonna see, I guess. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Should I pause that shit just in case? Nah. Nah, you, you just want to go butt naked? Let's just keep going. We going raw. It probably, it probably recorded we, your words. We, we gonna see, I suppose. So but. we were talking about photographers being being trash. Yeah, and, that's uh, true. I, it, it annoys me because I feel like, well, I don't feel like, no, photography is very easy to get into. It is a <clears> legitimate <throat> medium. There is... Uh, of course, artistry to it. It is like so awesome, especially, you know, when you get into the upper echelon of, of artists. Uh, yeah. But, you know, cameras, you know, now that everything is digital, you don't have to buy film. You don't have to develop it. You can get a DSLR from 10 years ago on eBay with a lens for like a hundred bucks. I don't even know what a DSLR is. A you know digital camera with a mirror in it. Okay, gotcha, cool. Thank right, you. you get a ten year old digital camera that's nice, like semi pro from ten years ago, cheap. Get into it. Damn near everybody has access to some sort of computer, so all you have to learn is like the very basics of composition and getting your exposure right, and then people just don't even want to learn that, and then they just want to shoot uh naked people on auto mode. <laughs> yeah, and it's like God damn it, you know, <laughs> like you can't. There's so many things that you can't learn in a day or two or yeah. a weekend, you know, like I think photography is one, at least, you know, like the ability to learn what you need to do and then just go out and make mistakes and have fun and, and, and learn like two, three hours, like you're just go out there and do it. Right. Same can't be said for a lot of other mediums. So it's like extra frustrating. I That's saw um, recently, I guess I can't get into too much detail of what, what the content was because we know the people and like them. But somebody posted a picture of like of nothing essentially. It was like a lot of the ground, and it was like part of somebody's leg, and it was really a picture of nothing. And they're like, "Yeah, I want to do a show revolving around this." And I was like, "What?" <sighs> and I saw somebody do a a photo of a person, and like a bunch of stuff was cut off of them, like they weren't inside the frame properly oh really and that was just like, you know i honestly feel like photography is a med- a good medium for you because you're very meticulous with your approach to things uh you know you like the way you approach music is very <laughs> you know you like to be very organized and meticulous about it with photography i feel like it's the same thing you're a perfectionist it seems like when it comes to me, certain me, things I, I mean i just want to be good not terrible I but be you know best. i think when it comes to Something like photography specifically, like it doesn't take much to not be terrible. I yeah. guess is my point. Yeah. So but it's like you know the the three main things you need to know how to operate your camera and expose it, and then you know like two or three rules of basic composition, and you can just go out and shoot and put out good enough stuff. Like you you know have your little Instagram going, right? And people are like, Nah, man, I'm just do whatever the fuck I want. Nah. Dutch angles. I look one one eyeball and and two fingers in the frame and that's it. I did see a photo cuz I'm thinking of all the ridiculous shoots I've seen. I saw a photo of a lady, she had a flower in her butt. 
<laughs> and it was just like the, the the tip of the flower, like the flower part of the flower exposed. And she was just holding it there. I feel like I have that picture, too, for reasons that I will not disclose right now. But other than that, that's that's the main thing you had going on. Um, yeah, that I um I shot some video for a uh singer guitarist in Indiana. Oh. And I uh decided to go to Japan for Halloween. Mm. So that should this be year? interesting. Yes. Okay. I know you're about to find some good deals. Good enough. I I fudged myself because uh my former roommate messaged me and he said, you know, I have these price alerts for flights. And if you buy it today, go round trip to Japan for just under $500. And I'm like, that is a great deal. But I should not spend money right now. I'm going to be responsible and not do it. And then the next day, I was like, I'm so stupid for not doing it. Um, so the prices are still very good because it's, you know, six months in advance. But it is um, not nearly as good as that. Oh, fuck. Uh, so it's, you know, still sub $1,000 for a round trip to Japan uh, straight straight through no uh transfers or anything jesus so. christ that's a long flight though ain't it it's 13 like, hours straight yeah. through. Ooh, yeah no that's that's a doozy take some muscle relaxers or something probably well so what, was, what were your top uh three momocon moments top three momocon moments um so what is it so uh i know technically what it is but right. maybe some of our listeners <clears throat> don't know what it is is it like all-encompassing it's anime it's yes video games uh yes it's mainly anime and video games uh there was some comic book things to it but most of it was genuinely anime and video games like they had two completely separate parts uh there was the video game side and then there was like the merch side where you would go uh pick up art maybe buy wooden swords or something like that (laughs) and And what what, really quick what was the ratio like how many a lot of niggas so you'd say 50 percent black that's hard it's atlanta so i feel like it might have been maybe it might have been maybe uh excluding the furries because i didn't know what was going on under those suits but it was a lot of niggas, and I was happy to see that. Um, my Would top, you be disappointed if if the furry took the suit off and like was a black person? Like if you saw a bit of the wrist skin and there was black, you'd be like, mm, "Damn, they got you." You know, I would kind of be excited because that's just <laughs> another thing we've infiltrated. I suppose <laughs> uh, I'm all for diversity, unless you're a murderer, because I don't like when black people be doing that. Because I feel like you letting us all down as a whole, but. Yeah, if you want to be a furry, go ahead and be a furry. If you ain't hurting nobody, get your gift on. Like, go ahead and do do all that stuff. Uh, I was kind of scared because it was around 95 degrees and they had those full suits on, though. Ah, the dedication that you have to have to do that, it's kind of scary, but they was doing it. And they was all meeting up on the lawn. They was all, like, kicking in with one another. I was like, that's real cool. But my experience overall was really, really great. I ended up getting a plane out of a plane out of Chicago at around nine or so. I touched down a little bit after 1230 midnight um, in Atlanta, got picked up and I ended up going to uh, an associate's show. And then almost everyone that I'm familiar with uh, was in the same area. And I didn't realize how many of us there were until everyone turned around and was like, Oh shit, what up? And I was like, like oh, people you know, shit. Twitter people. Yes, yes. It was over fifteen or twenty people, like That's in the cool. same so place. So you had you had a whole squad. It was a whole. We was yeah. We was deep out there. It was like kind of cool. It was really really sweet. So everyone turned around, showed some love. I hugged everybody, shook hands with everybody, and it was just overall a really positive experience. It was a very sweet experience. There was no drama. Everyone was cool. We have the same interests, um, and we kind of just rolled together and stuff. 
Um, I, I was, I was on vacation. So of course I was drinking and like, you know, just engaging, but what, did you buy anything there? I did. I did. I got these wooden stud earrings that a guy who makes chopsticks and bookmarks and all of these other things made from scratch. Was it a cross section of a chopstick? Uh, n- I don't know. Nah, it was a square. They square shaped. So nah, it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been. I think he just molded them straight like into those studs earrings. I can show you later. And then I got these two enamel pens. One says chaotic and one says good, which is, I play Dungeons and Dragons, so I feel like that was necessary. Um, but my top three moments definitely have to be um, meeting everybody in the con because uh, we were just walking around. And then all of a sudden, all of my niggas like gravitated towards one area specifically. Um, the second one would probably be going out afterwards because we all got kind of lit and we was all kind of kicking it. It was it was it was enjoyable. I was very inebriated. That was another night where I mixed. You know, I mix alcohol all crazy on occasion. So mm, so. Well, what do you mean on occasion? I feel like half the time you're tweeting crazy. You're like, I had a bottle of wine, some Jack Daniels, yeah, and a CBD pill. And a CBD pill. So I man, I start the night off with a bunch of Japanese um whiskey. I forget the name of it, and then some fucking crown black i think it was and then that's when it was like all right we getting started did you keep the bag were you walking around i the did bag? the bag is on the, <laughs> on the table over there <laughs> the bag is right there on the table um after the crown ended up i might have smoked a little bit got up we went to the first place i didn't know it was legal there uh wow, i'm not crazy. sure if it is <gasps> i was breaking the stop don't do that don't do that um and then uh i ended up going Having one shot of Patron, which they charged me twelve dollars for. Wow! Of course, I didn't know the price until is afterwards. That, but I was are like, "Are bars oh, okay. expensive in Atlanta?" In no, I don't think they're too okay. expensive. Beers are six dollars, and that's usually my staple for figuring out if a place is going to be super crazy price wise. Uh, then I had a shot of Tito's, and then I drank some ninety-nine proof watermelon stuff later on in the night, which kind of that was like the stop. That was the pause of the night. It was like, all right, you got to calm the fuck down because one dude ended up slumped on the couch. It was really, really funny. The slump God. The slump God. Uh, I think the third one would definitely be going aha ha and having everyone repeat that. You should have cosplayed as that guy. I could have. I was close enough to doing it. Damn. But I mean, I don't know if anybody would have picked that up when I went in there. I'd have just been only black people probably would have picked that up that I was cosplaying as Spice Adams. So I was walking around rubbing That's my perfect. hands together. You're from Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Man. He played for the Bears. Just going, ah ha ha. But it became like a call amongst us everywhere we went. Someone would go, ah ha ha. And everyone would go, ah ha ha. And we was all doing it together so that was really awesome and that was really best cool. uh best hugger best hugger Ooh. hmm damn i hugged everybody that's hard that's a yeah, lot of people i know there's through. it's probably gonna be a close race but if you had to pick one if i had to pick one uh i'm gonna say gary man gary got good hugs what's his at uh, I think it's Gary L. Gray. Gary got good hugs. He had a good balance. Like it wasn't like crushing. It wasn't. It wasn't like uh, insecure with his masculinity. Like you know, we we did the one hand black man shake and then pull one another into it, and it was like a timely embrace. It was like the right amount of embracing, no crushing and no 
like nobody tried to end it prematurely. You know, when you hug into somebody, like, all right, let me go. And somebody keep going. It's like, all right, <laughs> this is uncomfortable now. No, we were pretty in sync. We were pretty in sync. So shouts out to Gary for having good hugs, man. Um, right, everybody follow him. Also, it's, also, people were very small, like, compared to me. So it was kind of hard. Uh, Katie got good hugs because her hair smells nice consistently. That's Pikachu Lita on uh, Twitter and everywhere else, I suppose. But it's yeah, it's like really hard to choose. Everybody was so everybody smelled nice. I will say this. Niggas was musty at the con. And what was it? It was like ninety there? It was about ninety-five degrees, Ooh. man. We walked in, the automatic doors opened up, and and a waft. You know what's fucked up? Because I'm using a waft. It the the smell just kind of like corrosively you could see the stink line. you could it was like whoosh and it hit us and i was like oop there it is and one lady had to walk around walk around with a sign on it that said if you can afford momocon you can afford deodorant how much was it to go uh three day pass was some... three day pass had to be around like 65 70 that's not bad that's not bad at all because how much is it for like asin asin i'm not even sure i've never I been but like i feel it like it's a lot more than that it probably is especially a three-day pass Double. i only went saturday though so that was my thing um, I did. Should have just taken more time off of work. Nah, 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 nah. I had enough. I got enough. It was good enough. Uh, I was sad as hell on Sunday because everyone I was Airbnb with uh three individuals. Everybody left on Sunday and I left on Monday. So departing with them was really was really heartfelt and genuine. I actually recorded. It wasn't an exit interview, but their thoughts on the weekend as well. And I'm gonna splice that into the episode. Oh, great! Probably right here. This shit recording like a motherfucker. All right, so. <laughs> All right. Muy bien. All right, so this is the last day of all of us being in this house uh, together as a unified front. We've all come from different places for MomoCon, and it's been a celebration. So I brought this little portable-ass microphone so I could catch everybody's feelings, what they thought of the weekend their favorite parts of the weekend and anything else they wanted to say and anything else that they wanted to plug because it's going to be in a podcast episode uh wait let me look at the side of this shit so i can make sure it's record we are good all right cool all right so you want to introduce yourself um or you want me to introduce you either or okay cool right here we have uh katie also known as pikachu leader who is a very prominent streamer and all-around nice person in general um what you doing no 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 that no 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 not, i'm not talking about no 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 i'm talking about in general like what's going on and i want to hear everything about the weekend and everybody can talk at the same time i'm not going to go in any order we got mr uh gary leroy gray right here uh just chilling no, no, I don't care. No, this weekend was chaos. Like, it's not going to hurt nobody at all. So that's fine. We got Man Rudy right here with the do rag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, really not much. Just, you know, going forward with my stream stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Raising a lot of money for St. Jude. Currently, I've got a couple of days left in my fundraiser. I'm trying to reach three grand, though. But I'm currently at uh, $2,555. And, uh, yeah, really just focusing on, on stream stuff and outside of my day-to-day life. And that's pretty much it. Nothing too exciting. Okay. I like that. That's what's up. Uh, we need the Who got the pictures of um her in the booth trying to stream with us? You got that? We need those. I need those. I really need those. Yes. No. Exactly. All right. So 
y'all got here before I got here. So what happened prior to me touching down? Because I met y'all in the function. So if you want to recap that part, at least I'll be caught up because I didn't ask what the fuck was going on before I got here. Uh, when we first, when we first, um, when we got here from the airport, we, oh, do I need to come closer to the plane? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when we first like got Gary from the airport, um, we went straight to the B and B, got switched over, then went and got something to eat, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, niggas had chicken sandwiches. I hopped in the car. Niggas had chicken that? sandwiches. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, we went we to Vortex. Ready. I ain't never been. What? Wow, okay. That's all good. I'm gonna be able to the one with the five Oh Yeah, little five got the one with the with the big skull in front. Yeah, we went to the bigger one because there was more space in there, even that was kinda crammed. But okay, yeah, I got we just you. went out to eat and then we went to Rob's Rob's thing pretty much right afterwards because it was it was like not far from it at all. So Okay, it's a celebration. So we did convene at uh at the function. We was kicking it there. Uh I got drunk. That was the first night. That was the first night. That was the first night of getting drunk. I've been. I think I've been drunk every night we've been here so far. Continuous drunkness. Yeah. No. There wasn't an instance where we haven't had a drink in a good time slot. No, not at all. So Saturday was the con. We we got up, went to MomoCon, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Niggas was musty. I don't know who said it. Actually, wasn't bad. I saw that on Twitter. Where were you at? Because <laughs> when we hit the escalator. You will feel the B.O. hit you as soon as you hit the door. Like this, this, When they say that shit is real, you going to have to <laughs> take from that what you will. But we are telling you very wisely that that's the thing that happens. See, here's the thing. We was real prepared, right? Because everybody hyped it up. They were like, no, no, it's going to be different this year. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. <laughs> and when we were coming down the escalator, I actually placeboed myself. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, it, it, you know what they said is right. It's not that bad. And then Delancey looks at me. He goes, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and my nose did like a, it was like a gate switch. They was like, the, the, the louvers opened. They were like, Shoom! and I was like, oh. There's the funk. There it is. There it the is. Funk. I um, had the opportunity to speak with the voice op- um, the voice actor for um, Sombra on Overwatch, yeah. Ms. Carolina Ravaza. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually thanked me for smelling great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, we're going to say, I don't know if that says a lot about me or a lot about them. We're going to take it for both. Yeah, yeah. But I really smell great, but they really smelled off. Awesome. Niggas, man, it was, it was bad. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, you know what? It's not niggas in Atlanta. Niggas know how to wash their ass. But it was a very, very diverse group of people. So I feel like it was a rainbow coalition of armpit all forming Voltron in the in and the, the in the spot. The furries. the furries, I don't know how they was in them suits. They was really they was really marinating. Yeah. The dedication. The dedication of people with fairies. Let me let me tell y'all, there was a gathering of them that did like a uh what do you call it? Just like a picture, a group picture. And in my head, I feel like if you if you bottle the smell of the combined furries in that picture, I feel like you will wep- you could weaponize it. Yeah. I think that legit, like our military could no. really have <laughs> actual stink bombs. Yeah, no, like for real. More, the last thing we need is more biological warfare going on, I suppose. But I it think, was. I think stink bombs is a lot better. Stink than bombs, yeah, it is. Uh, it we, is. You know what I'm saying? If if I hear a report. 
on the news. You know what I'm saying? Could you imagine? Like, here we have breaking news here. This is Gary Gray calling from, this is Channel 7. You won't believe, President Trump has now ordered a huge, a huge coalition of soldiers to now go to Libya. We are dropping stink bombs, ladies and gentlemen. If you could, if you could see over here to the left, ma'am, 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 could you speak, could you speak to us real soon? Oh my God. Think about the kids, bro. <laughs> Think about the kids, bro. What about the kids, man? Fuck them kids. I was waiting for somebody to say it. I knew it was gonna happen. So I think we can all agree that the the theme of the whole weekend has been a ha ha. Forty ball. Forty ball. I kept saying it. It was cool. Um, you know, for me, the best part that I've encountered was Coming across everybody that I'm familiar with, everyone having positive energy, everyone enjoying themselves. It was really, it was like a huge virtual uh, family reunion. Except it's like we all were familiar with one another, but everyone came together really, really nicely. And I'm going to go around and get everybody's favorite part of the weekend, and I, I'm going to smack this on the episode if y'all down with it. All right, cool. Rudy, Rudy, come on in. Oh, well, this is, I'm cracking it up with me first. Okay, um, what was the favorite part of the weekend? Um... Hanging out in Edgewood, you know, enjoying the festivities of the weekend with with some very good people. Like, like you can't beat shit like that. Like, especially like just good vibes and shit. You can't beat shit like that. Right, so. I agree. I agree with you. All right, cool. I'm gonna go ahead and ride up on Gary. Um, I I will say, sort of the same thing. I'm gonna go a little deeper though because I really needed this trip, like on me. So when I tell you coming and seeing everybody. Not only seeing everybody, but being able to fellowship with people that you have literally never, like, never laid eyes on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And having a better time than sometimes people that you spent years mm-hmm. getting to know. Mm-hmm. Now, that shit is cool as fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's real genuine connection. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People can actually just sit there and be like, I like this person. I'm going to go ahead and have a good time with them. And just do it. Exactly. Unabashedly. No kind of, you know, nothing thinking about who's going to say this and who say that. And like we all said, the weekend could have went a lot worse. It could have. A lot worse. But it didn't because everything that was surrounding us, like you said, was in the spirit of love, mm-hmm. spirit of, you know, everybody just having a good time. So that was my favorite part. I could have did. I could have literally just be at, been at the B&B, no moment con, you know what I'm saying, yeah. but had a good ass time. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I agree with you. All right, and we're going to wrap it up with uh, Katie. What was your favorite part of the weekend? Oh, that's hard to say. Um, every Just every time everybody was together as a collective, whether it was Friday night or last night, just mm-hmm. being with everybody and drinking and all having a good time and the fucking laughs and the jokes mm-hmm. and just every night that we were just as one big conglomerate. This mm-hmm. was my favorite. I love that. And I love y'all as well. It's a lot of love Me and Jenny I'm gonna hug everybody Come on in I'm gonna be the last one In the Airbnb These niggas getting ready To leave right now You hate to see it But it's, it's all good Bring it on in I'm gonna hug you It's good I'm gonna see you later I'm still on the mic Come on in With the do-rag And that's it We out So um, Nah It was cool I fuck with it But uh Alright it's time to get it cracking. That was cool. You ready? You ready to hop on these things that we need? To yeah. Talk what about? did Lil Bow Wow do this time? I don't know. He always doing something. You know what's fucked up is I don't even know what he did. No, I just I thought he'd be in your notebook for some reason. No, no, no. He probably would be if he actually did something. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure he did something. I just don't know <laughs> if what it he was. He did something. I was all over the place. All right. So the first thing I want to address is 
Um, our first remote uh, interview that we've had was for a gentleman that was running for a Democratic seat, uh, Senate seat in Tennessee. And that was a while back. I forget which episode it was, but you can probably go back and look for it via the descriptions of the episodes. And uh, cool dude, cool dude. Um, as of recently, he ended up being on Twitter and kind of going viral and popping off because he told a story that that um, <laughs> ended up kind of going left and right as far as like plot turn, plot twists and turns in the story and stuff. But it was about transporting a brick of heroin across several states and selling this brick of heroin and then um conning ms13 gang members apparently uh it's a little more involved than that but yeah it was it was a long thread so uh what was funny to me is i was seeing on the timeline people talking shit about this white dude and his story about uh stealing heroin from ms13 yeah and like in the very back of my mind i'm like could that be Shane Morris? Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, <clears throat> like, so basically he said he was on a road trip on motorcycles. They decided to get rid of the motorcycles and buy this van for like a thousand dollars. They're working on the van. They find a brick of heroin in it. They uh, steal the heroin, sell it and get rid of the van. Uh, and then uh, this dude who is apparently an MS-13 calls him up and he's like, hey, can I get that van back? He plays dumb, gets him the van back. And uh, puts, I guess, some sort of facsimile in there. He he replaces the heroin with paper, I believe, and tapes it back where he found it. So so he fashioned a brick of something that looks like heroin. Yes. And then when, I guess when they were test driving the car, he says that he escaped because <clears throat> this all happened in a town that he doesn't live in, right? He was right. passing through on this road trip. Right. Uh, and then he got away with it. Good Apparently him, so. Right? Apparently so. Yeah. But then he made a long thread about it. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that it was a fallacy. Yeah. He, he released an article saying that he made the entire scenario up. You know, uh, uh, you lied to me. But, I'm a, you know, I'm going to put that there. I'm going to put that. I'm going to put this. A in lot of people. Episode. I think one of the giveaways was when um he said the MS-13 guy said that he was pretty cool or, or something. to that. Yeah, episode. I was like. Mm, like you can't how you gonna type in that you got props from the dude like what i just want to say that never in my life <laughs> have i encountered a situation where a, a person of color told a white person like hey you're pretty cool for a white boy like any anything like that is pretty much never happened that happens in, in movies but yes, in, in real movies. life it doesn't really it does it doesn't there's no pretty fly for a white guy moment in real life that i've seen personally like i've never seen a white dude dunk on a black dude and the black dude was like man you got air for a white nah, guy nah 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 you not, could you could hoop with us anytime these are fake things these are fake things these <laughs> things are not real these things are not real the story took a turn for me when um the moment where uh, the gentleman was like oh man like you should have sold the van for more, like as if he thought uh, he put the heroin back or something like that. And I was like, bro, that shit just whole story made my butt cheeks clench. It was very riveting and very thrilling to read, though. I will say that much lie or not. But I was just upset because people um, were DMing me. No, in group chats. And they were saying that like some people say it's like an, an ISIS propaganda story and blah, what? blah, blah. Yeah, someone said that. And I was like, no, I don't think it's an ISIS propaganda story. I was like, I 
I I'm pretty familiar with him, I think, from afar. Like so I know he's a wild boy. Um, but as far as like ISIS propaganda and like being like right wing crazy, like it doesn't seem like he's that type of person. But uh, it I could know, be true. You know, and at then least he fessed up to it and he pretty did. quickly. Yeah, I think he no. saw it was getting way too it big. It was getting out of pocket. And he was like, Oh yeah. yeah. And then I started to virtually vouch and he was like, Hey, your boy was lying. I was like, God damn it. I was like, God damn it. But you I'm know, happy like, that he was lying about it because like who in their right mind like would go into depth like that about about selling drugs first and foremost because when Demi Lovato drug dealer got a got a whole interview I yeah, was like, like white motherfuckers is getting away with a lot of shit I was like y'all getting away with a lot of shit I don't want to touch that and that was heroin then too he's like yeah I sold it that yeah I'm gonna do an interview with TMZ I'm like well, y'all I got getting... some right here and he's like here you go right here you want some you want some you like perks you want a perk <laughs> like no. No, it was like a whole scenario. But so. I see, you know, it's it's interesting because I see, uh, it, it's been a while, but I've seen mm-hmm. other threads like that that are clearly made up and then you never hear that it's fake and like half the people that read it believe it. Yeah. At least he was like, hey man, like it was a cool story to me and I just threw it out here and it got too big and I got to let you know I'm not that cool. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, I already knew. Yeah, Mr. Morris. we know, but it's okay. We commend you for telling the truth about you know, not having made, not, you know, sold a brick of so on and so forth. Because you shouldn't be, you got to move in silence like lasagna if you do sell. So now, um, as part of the podcast, we're going to try to devise a way to rip him off uh, for drug money. So that's uh, yeah, be a yeah. fun adventure. You come to Chicago, we're going to rob you. <laughs> 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 so there's that. But um, I do want to take a tangent and say that my story about a friend offering his fleshlight to me was real. I didn't make that up. I couldn't I come I couldn't come out of nowhere with those shenanigans. So do you think he expected you to use the condom or like he was gonna let you just raw dog it? I think he I think it was gonna be a raw dog situation. Man, that's that's love right Because there. it's already silicone, so I mean like Right, you just rinse it out. But just, I'm just saying Well I think yeah, I think a condom would definitely explode inside of there from all that friction. Yeah, unless you use a lot of lubrication. Like I'm just disturbed a little bit, like double dipping in a in a flashlight like that that's just like damn um so for those of you that aren't familiar i told a quick story about uh an acquaintance of mine years ago he purchased his first flashlight and what ended up happening was i was over playing video games we was kicking it and he was like hey man check this out and he pulls out a flashlight and i was like oh that's what's up it feels just like the real thing. I'm like, that's cool, man. I'm happy for you. It was like large. It, it was like the size of a flashlight, except it had a pussy on the tip. So I was like, cool. That's what's up, man. He's like, yeah, you want to use it? And I was like, like right then and there. No, not right in there. But he was like, yeah, you should try it, man. And I was like, um, no, nah, I'm good. And he was like, come on, just try it. And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm cool. So I just don't want to bond like that. Like being Eskimo bros when in regards to like women is one thing, but to take an inanimate object that you fucked and then fucking myself because it's still a form of masturbation. It's like it just it's just too many middlemen for that. I don't I feel I don't feel like we need to be that intimate to be fucking the same objects and whatnot. And plus, I don't know if you cleaned it out appropriately, <laughs> which ended up being a problem like later on. But I just I don't. A penis is so simple. Like, I don't yeah. think toys are that necessary. Yeah. Am I curious? Like, sure. Would I bone one? But of then course, yeah, I would have maybe. to own it myself and yeah. I'm not going to pay for one. And I'm not going to share it with somebody. Yeah. I believe 
um and socialism and like <laughs> spreading uh commodities and things like that equally as well, well. we need to like, seize fine, the but... means of production of flashlights yeah i mean hey we, we reserve the right that should be public stuff we need to just spread the funds because how much do those cost uh, like 100 bucks maybe that's too much yeah if it was around 2025 those tinga eggs i think are ten dollars a piece what Japanese are tinga eggs it's uh uh i will i try i messaged them on on uh, twitter to try to get us some for free oh word so we could try them but they, they weren't going uh they wasn't going okay. yeah it's a japanese company they make these things that look like eggs and you buy a pack of them mm-hmm. and then each one has a different uh pattern on the inside for your wiener and then you like it stretches all crazy so it's really the size of an egg and then it stretches all crazy to have sex with it uh and then i guess you could use them like a couple of times but they're essentially disposable you have to throw them away so that's as a japanese company they probably wasn't going because they knew the shipping and handling was going to be pretty intense they sell them here. Oh, they do? Yeah. Fuck oh. them, man. Okay. All right. Is this why you go going to Japan so you can get it from the motherland? Uh, you know what? If I could split the pack with the people I'm going with, maybe I'll give it a, a go. But I think I'm not going to have like my own room or anything, so I'm not going to have masturbation privacy. Yeah, no. I will say that was a rough part about Momocon. Like, I was not busting no nuts. No nuts was busted. It was a pretty you wholesome. Go two weekend. days? <laughs> no, I, I did. I did. No, no, no. It was a ha- well. It was. It wasn't hard. There was a pun I could have made right there, but it was just like, you know, I just feel like a liar when I tweet about edging and no edging is being done. I'm like, I'm a phony. I'm a phony. Oh, I didn't even consider that. Yeah, no, I'm a phony. You have to practice what you preach. Coming full circle to the Shane story, like you have to like tell the truth, and I'm telling the truth right now. I was tweeting edging hours, but I was not edging at all. Much to the dismay of people online, I'm I'm very sorry for my actions, and you know I promise to be edging whilst tweeting about it henceforth. So there's that. All right, I got more things that I want to chat about. Let me get the handy dandy notebook. Speaking of which, uh, the new the new dude for Blues Clues is Filipino. Have you seen him? No. Damn. I didn't know that was still a show. No, it is still a show. They changed the animation and everything. It's like really, really. So different. you found this out when you were looking up Rule 34 Molly from Big Company? No, Comfy, don't disrespect Comfy me. Couch? No, Comfy absolutely couch. not. No, get out of here. That's horrible. You were hey, looking it up. No, I found that picture, and I still stand by what I said, man. Yeah. I still stand by what I said. She like 45 now. She was fine as hell. What if you had to? Okay, okay. How about this one? Okay. Let's say you have an opportunity to smash Molly from Big Comfy Couch, but... So you have to keep the makeup on? The puppet wants some action, too. No, I don't want to. No, that's bad. You got to do a three-way if you want it. What is the puppet? Is the puppet going to be touching me? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> is the puppet going to be touching three- me? It's a full-on three-way with the puppet. I, I assume like one person gains the most aggro, and that ends up happening for a little bit. Right? A little bit, but a everybody bit. has to leave satisfied. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. So you're saying do that. Do you think you could bring a puppet to orgasm? I don't think they have the anatomy to do so. Like that would, I would. That's well, a trick we're question. dealing with things and magic beyond and our magic. Clearly, because this puppet fucking. Um, because I, I don't want to imagine a scenario where there's a man with his hand in the puppet, like trying to do stuff like that. That. Oh man, that adds a, a terrible. That is a very layer. terrible twist. That is. So very, what very if? Bad. Let's say you were incredibly attracted to Miss Piggy, right? And, and Oh, stop right there. And she had a nope. vagina. Nope. So you hook up that. with her, but the catch is Kermit the Frog gotta warm you up. Nah, I'm good, bro. But he's so she's magical and has come to life and has legs and everything. Nah, we good. Kermit bro. has magically come to life but has 
like a human arm anatomy, a man's arm inside. I don't like this. So it's not really a man's arm, right? It's like a disembodied arm with no brain. It's still Kermit, but like no. When the puppets doing the side of its mouth on your no shit, it stop. feel fingers. Stop! No, inside. stop! I don't want that. That's bad. <laughs> why? Why do you think these things? This is pretty bad. Well, if that's your dream, if it's your not. dream is like I wish Miss Piggy would come to life and no, I just like, mm. no, so and I that's your one them. opportunity. I feel like you might have to take it. Nah, we are good. We are good. Nah, nah, yeah, we're not touching that one. That's bad. Uh, but while we're on the topic of animated creatures and puppets and childhood shows, niggas are mad that. Oh, you seen it? I did, but I. Niggas mad that Mr. Ratburn turned out gay. Uh, yeah. We, I I just want to go out on a limb. Did you watch that much Arthur? I didn't watch a lot of Arthur, but quick aside, um, people don't know this, but Arthur is old as fuck. And yes. when I was in grammar school, like when computers were newish, uh, Arthur was an interactive storybook game that we used to play on macintosh computers macintosh in like 1994 or something like that sounds about right so that's how i grew up with arthur and then it eventually became a show but i was already like aging out i think right probably so arthur was really popping around when i was in grade school i remember watching around and i said hey Hey, you know that's bob marley's um god damn it at least once per episode dude it's funny that do you get this every day? Like, let's say tomorrow you're working on the computer. Will you, will it tell you to optimize your PC? At no? some point, probably. I need to figure out how to cut that out. Yo, I, it was crazy as I was like, oh, no, we you know we halfway into the episode. How do, we good. how do people like stream and shit on Windows? Bro, I don't all know. this stuff popping up. I don't know. I need to figure out how to fix. Hey, look. Hey, remember me? I'm clippy. Yeah, no. Look, listen. Oh, that, that clip looked like Sarah J, bro. For real. That paper clip. The paper clip looked like Sarah J. It do, it do, it do. All right, look, all right, look, fuck that. Look, listen, if you know how to uh, cut that noise out, somebody hit me up and let Stop me know Stop Bonzi Buddy out. from popping up on yeah, Delancey's computer. Do. Oh, wow, okay. Is but, anybody old enough to get that shut, reference? I don't know. Reggie's 34, by the way, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, the secret is out. Yeah, the secret's out. It, yeah. That person just want a shirt. I'm going to hit you up and ask you which shirt it is that you want, so that way we can get that sent out to you. But, um, yeah, no, Arthur was popping back when I was in, like, second or third grade. Things were cool. But you know what? I always had, like, when I became old enough to know what it meant to be gay or homosexual, looking at Mr. Ratburn, I was like, there's something going on here. I feel like I knew it before it was confirmed. And him just getting married is like another aside. It's not that much of a surprise to me. Why would somebody be upset by an animated creature? It's just, it's, it annoys me because the people who are upset about this keep insisting that they don't care. They just don't want forced uh like diversity and and whatever else right but clearly you do care because he's still the same character they're just having an episode apparently where he gets married and it happens to be to a guy yeah so if you truly don't care then it should feel the same to you as okay he's he's having an episode about getting married to a, a lady rat or right. a fucking dog or right. a, i don't know what else right 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 show. right we all we also know francine is a, a lesbian She's gonna be, get older and be. She kind of, she kind of pushing it. She kind of rough and tough. She's a tomboy, yes, or bisexual. She's a, maybe. a monkey. I talking think about? so. Yes, I think she is a chimpanzee. Arthur's an aardvark. Uh, Buster's a bunny. I think. Buster. Binky's a pit bull. I think yeah. or a bulldog. Bulldog. A bulldog. What is the brain? 
I know he a nigga. I don't. I know he's black. He celebrate Kwanzaa. But I do not know what <laughs> you know animal a lot of Arthur facts. I don't know. I know. I know. I you don't know, know about what the Arthur EU. Yeah, I don't know what animal um, the brain is, but I don't think the diversity. So why do they call him that? Because he gets his dick sucked a lot. No, nigga, stop. No, <laughs> cut it out. Don't ruin my childhood like this. <laughs> um, no, they call him that because he's super smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but I I don't feel like the diversity is being super forced. Um, because nobody was complaining when they had episodes about children or individuals who are on the spectrum, when they have episodes explaining like disabilities to uh, the kids and how people in wheelchairs require different things. Or um, I don't know if they tapped into mental illness. It might be but too soon yeah, for the kids. Like, it's part of the job of a kid's show to talk about these sort of things. Mm-hmm. And if you if you can say that there's nothing inherently over sexualized about a uh a hetero couple or a hetero marriage then the same should be true for a homosexual marriage and it's just showing that hey like there are people who live like this there are people who do this precisely uh so it's just dumb like i couldn't even bring myself to read the articles like i saw the headlines and i'm like oh that makes sense people are stupid no yeah they're super stupid God damn it. What is the brain, man? What is he? Is it giving you pinky in the brain? No, it's no, it's like giving me a, a BuzzFeed quiz. I don't want to take a fucking quiz. I want to know. I just need to know. I just need to know. Okay. He's a bear. He's a bear. I had no idea. Wow. Okay. I know that now. That's, that's really, really good to know. They got a moose in the episode, a giraffe. They got all types of stuff, cats and shit like that. Um, Yeah. So that happened with that. Motherfuckers will complain about that before they do complain about Rule 34, which does exist. And if you feeling kind of brave, you should look up Arthur and Rule 34 right now. Mm. Right now. Unless you drive and don't do that. I feel I feel like it's going to get bad. It's going to get pretty bad if you do it. One of my favorites was Rule 34 Jar Jar Binks. No. I remember you sending me those pictures. You know what, bad. <laughs> you know what bad. I was surprised that I did not find? What? Is uh, there was a show called Kid Songs back in the day. Where uh, they would sing shitty covers of songs no one cared about with children. Uh, but it would revolved around, it was like an alien or something of some sort named Billy Biggle. Billy Biggle. And there's no Rule 34 Billy Biggle. And this, I didn't think it was an obscure show. Like, it was on PBS. It was, it came on, you know, right after Barney, before Lamb Chop, some shit like that. Right. But uh, no no Billy Biggle busting it open. What's, when's the last time you uh, looked for it? Like a week ago. It was a week ago. Okay, got you. So what we're going to do is see if we can actually come across some shenanigans. Oh, kid songs. I actually see it. No, there's no, there's nothing out of pocket right now. But I feel like someone will make something after this. Uh, Hope so. Nah, we got something going on right here. Oh. So there's, <laughs> there's a female Billy Biggle, and I forget what her name is, and there's a picture of her. Uh... Pregnant? No, what's it's called something where they inflate somebody's whole body up and shit. Mm, I'm not liking it. I'm not fucking with it. All right, so while we're talking about shows, uh, we've occasionally come on to make fun of or ridicule Steve Harvey for saying stupid stuff. And I think we did that in the last episode. Lo and behold, he's not going to be on television anymore, to my knowledge. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, no, I think I sent a link. What uh, happened? I don't know what happened, man. I, I'm not going to be here to like celebrate what ended up happening to him. But I will say that if his platform for spreading 
stupid stuff is like slowed down a little bit. I'm not super duper upset about it. But after he pulled the, you know, rich people don't sleep thing, I was like, I don't I don't think that makes any sense whatsoever. I just I feel bad because it's like as a black person, I'm sure you want to support black of course artists and and performers and then he's somebody who got to this uh, like a, a pretty high level of fame he had what, like five shows on yeah but i think you gotta it's okay for him to say like i'm a comedian and i've lived a long life and i know a couple things but for him to be like listen to me about everything uh, i don't want to do that and then you know you want to be a, a fan of somebody that's made it, but you're like, well, you're dumb. Or, I mean, yeah. even worse, he's telling people things and they're listening to him. Yeah, no, that's the worst thing you can probably do, honestly, because he don't be knowing what the fuck he's talking about. And he took them shirts, uh, them shirtless pictures. He was super duper oiled up. You remember oh, that? Man, yeah, I don't. He's looking I mean, like a hot dog. Yeah. You know when a hot dog boils too long and it start getting, like, lumpy? You don't even eat hot dogs. No, nah, I really don't. I used to, though. I used to. Have you ever eaten spaghetti with hot dog slices in it? Probably, but I didn't. When I was poor, I didn't just <laughs> mix a bunch of shit together like a lot of poor people do. Mm-hmm. I would be like, well, I can have some spaghetti, and then maybe I'll cut up some hot dogs on the side, get some protein in here. I didn't okay. I didn't just like dump five poor things into a pot. So if I were to make you a peanut butter and mayo sandwich, would you bite it for the podcast? I, I really don't like mayonnaise. You don't like mayonnaise at all? I mean, I could, I guess. I don't think it'll be that funny. I'm just going to be like, I hate this a lot. I can do that right now. Uh, Right now is not a good time. How it is a that? good time. I feel like it's a super we good time. We need to do it when we have friend of the podcast, Alan, uh, at What Was Breakfast on Instagram. Uh, he volunteered to shoot some stuff for us because we have this uh, camera, but we don't have a cameraman. That's true. So That's if we want to do man on the street eat a nasty fucking sandwich sure okay all right and get some actual wor- worthwhile footage of it yeah okay got you that was a good way to get out of that scenario because i'll I was, still do it i was halfway out of my se- i got miracle whip though it's miracle whip it would be miracle whip and peanut i don't butter. think that's better it's it, miracle whip is better than mayo but i don't um like i don't want to eat something nastier than that <laughs> but i think if you want it to be entertaining it would have to be something nastier than that Oh really? Like like what comes to mind? I don't know. This I'm is a real gonna... scenario. You know this is a real scenario, right? I was in a PS4 party, right? And someone admitted to having eaten a mayo and peanut butter. On sandwich. purpose? On purpose. Yeah. I don't And I don't know if I can I get the can I get the clip? I could probably get the audio for that. I can probably splice audio from me finding out what was going on I don't into get that. the podcast. If you're poor, Okay, I eat a lot of peanut butter. I still eat a lot of peanut butter because it's relatively cheap. You get a lot of protein. It tastes good, right? Right. What? It's like, I'm so broke. All I can eat is peanut butter sandwiches. Well, let me put a layer of mayonnaise on Like, that doesn't... What does it add for you? A tanginess. You know what else? Like, eggs are also cheap and a good source of protein. You yeah. could eat, make some scrambled eggs, have a peanut butter and toast on the side. That's something you can eat. Why would you put... Whipped eggs and oil on top of your fucking peanut butter <laughs> in a sandwich. You like it's so you don't need to do that. I'm not gonna say his name and I'm not going to expose him at all. It's just a very interesting thing to do, in my opinion. That's my main thing with it. Um so I guess what we're gonna be doing is trying peanut butter. My bad, I said we. Reggie's gonna be trying uh peanut butter and maybe. If you sandwiches. guys would like to submit nasty but technically food sandwiches that you would like us to try. 
maybe that'll be a thing we'll do. Potentially, I guess. But because I, I don't want to sit around thinking of nasty sandwiches to feed myself. Yeah, no, that defeats the whole purpose. Why would you put yourself through that? So that ended up happening. Um, you drove for Lyft for a while. Uh huh. You stopped doing that, right? You stopped. Yes. Okay. Um, recently Uber has added a feature where you can hit a button and request silence the entire ride. Apparently. I don't know if it was added. Uh, I don't it feels know very unnecessary something. to me. It feels very wrong. Well, I, I don't... You, you're driving, right? And I hit a button telling you to shut the fuck up as I'm entering your vehicle <laughs> so that you can take me somewhere. And I'm not obligated. Like, I could just cancel it and not... And you could get out. But, like, what what's weird to me about this is... is Okay, we're both people, right? Yeah. And I allegedly, would, I would venture to say, right? Like, so I guess point being, we're we're on the same level. Like, hey, this is, and people forget this when they when they're in doing the rideshare thing, right? Like, right. you're getting into somebody's car. They're just like a regular person trying to make some extra money. It's their car. Right. They don't have to take you anywhere. They can cancel. They can just go home. Uh, but more importantly, it's like, how hard is it to be like, uh. Thanks, you know, it's a pleasure to be in your car today, but, man, I'm having a rough day. I'm just going to, like, listen to my headphones for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you think the person driving is going to be upset by that? No. Talk to me. Nobody's ever done that before. So I don't think it's necessary to have a function. I think this is just so far removed from reality. Yeah. I don't. I think if you don't want to talk, I, I'm pretty sure that if your driver's talking to you outside of them being a creeper and wanting to have sex with you. They're probably just bored. If they're talking to you, they probably think that you want to talk yeah and they're only doing it because they want to get a tip or something exactly that's pretty much it. so if you let the conversation trail off you'd be like hey you know i'm just uh i gotta call my whoever the hell they're not gonna be like what the fuck is your problem buddy like this whole idea of like are you too good to talk to me that's gonna arise if you hit that fucking button not if you just that's a very good point somebody or tell them that you're not in the mood to talk right now. yeah I haven't had any bad experiences. At most, I've hopped in the car, and when I've had to say something to someone, I've let them know, like, hey, I might pass out a little bit back here, like, just so you know, um, which might not be the wisest thing to tell someone I don't know while I'm in the back <laughs> of their car, because they can be like, all right, cool, and then I just wake up in, like, an abandoned factory or something, but people are very understanding about that. Um, they don't want to talk to you most of the time. They just feel like it's a you know a means to an end they just trying to get the the uh, jingles up so when i was driving i didn't like when okay i don't like small talk in general and i'll be driving and then you know what people will say all the time how long you been driving lift yep you've been doing lift for a while how many rides do today that's fucked up because the drivers ask the same question like how long you been doing uber it's like come on bro it's an app. I haven't had it for a while, like, I but just, I answered the question. I just want to buy some new sneakers. Yes, tomorrow, I, I and purposefully. Short. I purposefully let it trail off sometimes if I'm not in the mood. But sometimes I do genuinely end up having cool conversations yeah. with people. There was an Uber driver that I was in the car with that came from an Eastern European country. I won't say which which one because what he told me afterwards, I feel like he didn't want people to know who he was, but. He ended up driving with a passenger in the car. She was in the back seat, and they were north, I want to say around, at least when he told me the story, he was around Addison and Western or something like that. And um, he let me know after the story that he saw a shooting. He saw, like, the shooting 
mm. like targeted shooting. It wasn't like a drive-by. He was driving. An individual walked up to a car, started letting it off into the car, and he kind of sped around. I, and honestly, it's kind of fucked up because I think he has like a form of PTSD from it. And because he was like looking visibly shaken, he was like spazzing out a little bit. And the country he came from, they've had their share of wars and stuff, which he also referenced. He said that, you know, he experienced like certain bombings and, you know, genocides or whatever else it was. So when you do talk to drivers, sometimes they open up. I'm not sure how you guys are talking to people, but when they do that, you learn some pretty crazy things. You can meet, yeah, interesting people. Yeah, no, genuinely. So I did what anyone else would do, and I gave them uh, podcast stickers. (laughs) And I was like, dude, I think talking to him helped him out, too. He was like, hey, thanks for talking to me, man. Like, that was real real cool. Like, I appreciate that, you know, because I don't really have that many people to talk to about these things. I've only been here for this long, and my family's like so on and so forth. People do genuinely open up. And I think that human connection is very important to have. I don't want to sound like an old ass man when I say, you know, cell phones have made it hard to communicate because that's not that's not the case. Cell phones make it easier to communicate, whether it be apps or actually calling on the phone or FaceTime or whatever else. But there is nothing like that person to person. We're having a genuine conversation without looking at phone screens uh, type of exchange, which is um, coincidentally what I end up having every time I hop into the back of a car and I feel like indulging someone in a conversation. Have you ever opened up to somebody while you was driving them around? No, I don't, I don't do that to anybody. No, you don't do that. To, you don't open up to nobody. Nah, man. But what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, that's pretty wild. I feel like I'd be a cool Uber driver. I smell nice. My car would be clean, but I don't drive. So there's that. Um, I got to blow my nose. Hold up. We'll, uh, no, you should do it into the microphone. No. ASMR snot. No, that's nasty. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to take that clip out. Well, if you edit it out, it's not going to sync with the video. Oh, shit. I mean, I guess, well. I'll uh, send you audio before I edit that out, probably. Sure. Yeah, because um, don't nobody want to hear that. That was juicy. Um, So we started to get a little bit serious. Um, We could tap into our thoughts on uh, abortion rights being attacked in the country like everywhere simultaneously uh, i mean that's a like. quick one that is a quick one but it does seem like it was like orchestrated in a way where it was like we all gonna drop this at the same time right well it is so you know what's annoying about having a two-party system here in america is you have one party that's willing to do anything for their agenda and their i would venture to say rapidly shrinking base and then you have the other party who's like, we're so above all this mudslinging and our voters are smart. And it's like this, it's not working. It hasn't worked and it is working less and less all the time. So while, um, you know, the the right wingers have been um, winning smaller office, packing local courts and then kind of like working their way up to the point where you know they have the presidency they just um you know confirmed a supreme court justice and then meanwhile the democrats like well i mean i don't know you know i guess guess some people get health care but you know we don't want to rock the boat too much and it's it's just that whole dynamic is frustrating right but it's been it is it's it's been a tactic and it's been a it's something that they've been working towards right for a while yeah and um i'm 
I'm somewhat hopeful that it's not going to go um, too far. I know Disney just came out saying that, like, hey, if this goes all the way through, that we're not going to be doing business in this state anymore as far as, like, shooting or whatever else. Um, you know, hopefully there's some repercussions. But I also think, um, you know, this isn't supposed to go into effect. I, I, I apologize for not knowing the year because I was just reading about it. But this isn't, like, an immediate effect thing. So hopefully we get to a point, uh, you know, we can kind of rein this in before anybody's harmed by it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think people also have this uh, misconception about Roe v. Wade. It didn't say that abortion is totally legal and cool. It just tossed it to the states. They're like, hey, federal government, we're going to stay out of it, and the states decide. And for the most part, things have been able to be log-jammed you know, where nothing is passed to strip too much away. But you do see where, okay, we're going to defund Planned Parenthood to this extent. And then if you live in a really rural area, there's nowhere really close for you to get certain care uh, along those lines. So, um, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's really and it's, bad. Uh, it, it's healthcare and it's important <clears throat> and it's it's frustrating. Of course, my biggest problem with what's going on, not only is it that you know we have individuals making rules about what other people can do with their bodies which has always been a problem with me because it's not you why do you care so much i guess it all comes down to money like funding certain things and well it's all whatever. about religion and then they yeah, are the religious trying aspect. to act like it's not or certain certain yeah. politicians are acting like it's the not. religious aspect is what what fucks with me the most and i i hate to be one of those people because i know it's not good to create a bubble around yourself um, based on who you interact with, having similar thoughts and whatnot. But when I see people going on about like, it's wrong because God said this or God said that. Well, if you feel like that, then just don't get abortions. It's that simple. Just get pregnant and have a baby. That's okay. You know, but just because you have those beliefs does not mean you should impose them upon other people or agree with the laws that are taking place. You know what I'm saying? And as far as like paying tax money and like being upset about what your tax money is going towards, your tax money is going to way worse things than someone going to get birth control or someone to go get free STD testing or someone going to get certain conditions taken care of. You know, we give money to all these oil companies, to Boeing, like, yeah, so on and so forth. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, I didn't think it was a good idea to be in an endless war in the Middle East. Mm. A lot of money going to that. A lot yeah. of money. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what does it come down to? You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 I was more so upset that I was seeing, I don't know why I just have higher expectations of things, but when I would see women going like, yeah, no, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. When I see women um, trying to tell other women what to do with their bodies, it, it just seems like you're being a puppet of some sort towards a patriarchal uh, source of power or some, well, I probably I worded that like really weirdly, but it's just there's like, there's an Yo. unfair idea that they try to put out there where it's like all these promiscuous women are just <clears throat> having unprotected sex and shooting up the club. And then they just get an abortion every month. And like, that's nah, not, that's not what nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. Um, you know, it's, it's, we, we don't want to have common sense um, sex education here, which is stupid. And then we we say we don't want to pay for 
uh, invest in education. We don't want to invest in, um, you know, early age child care. Any of this stuff that's important is if if you not not that I would agree with it then, but if you want to have the idea that it's like, OK, like abortion, let's get it down to like one percent. OK, right. or whatever. Um, there's nothing else. OK, so once the baby's here, then what? Everything is just, right. you know, and I think some of the women right. who are saying abortion is wrong. I think you kind of need to step outside of yourself and your situation. Exactly. Not everybody has uh, that the guy system. staying around or a yeah. family or a whole church group helping them. Right. And, uh, you know, it's a, you want to be, uh, you know, you might be doing okay on your own, but you introduce a kid into things right. and then you're broke for the next 18 years. Yeah. That's and how then, it goes. You know, we know how things turn out where like, you know, if you have a single mom, she's working two jobs and doing everything to provide, but can't be around as much physically. Yeah. It's easy for that kid to get in trouble, fall behind in school, et cetera, et cetera. And the cycle perpetuates itself. It's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing thing, truly, honestly. I mean, what if funding went towards men having more forms of birth control and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that would also... Like Bust cutting them, stuff uh, off vasectomies out. Yeah, like cutting stuff off at the source would probably help the situation and it wouldn't leave women with peeking up picking up the pieces. I'm down to get a vasectomy. I just I don't want to pay for it. Oh, you don't want to pay for it. Maybe I can get one for free. For free. You don't ever want to have kids? I'm already thirty four. I mean, thirty four ain't that bad. I you guess. can shoot the you can shoot the club up. You can pull it off at any time. But here's here's the way I think about it. Yeah. Do I want to have a kid at like yeah. thirty eight and then you know yeah. I'm sixty? <laughs> when they're when they're they've just finished college or high school and I'm like sixty, I'm sixty year old with a kid in college. Like I'm I'm good. man. That would be kind of, ooh, damn. I you kind of you, know you kind of just hit the hit the clock for me. He's like, Click. <laughs> I was like, ooh. It, well, it depends. You know, like if you're, I think you can get to a point in your life where you're just like everything is so easy and you're comfortable and you're like, what is the one thing I'm missing in life? And it it could be kid could be the answer. Okay, but I'm still. Figuring um, it out. No, I'm just, I'm the kind of person where, okay, look, if I had a, a kid accidentally, you know, I would completely change my life and do what I need to do. But I like being able to just do what you want. Right. But not even do what I want as much as like specifically, it's like, okay, I can sleep until 10 or 11, uh, play some some guitar and some bass yeah and uh go work for four hours and then come home and like edit some photos i took you yeah. know a couple of days ago like i can yeah. live this kind of like yeah artsy lifestyle without any like you can be a renaissance man without having to like worry about taking care of anybody else no for sure because i'm easy to take care of i don't need anything no that's true what's funny is that the the reasons you're naming for not having children are the same reasons i have for not adopting a pet uh, that makes sense. I do frequently look at um, pit bull puppies that need uh, rescuing, or just dogs that need rescuing in general. And I want to, I want to pull that trigger, but I just can't. I don't have the time. I'm too busy out mixing alcohols and like having hangovers. Dogs specifically morning. is a lot of work. And as much as I love dogs, I don't think that I would ever own a dog if I were single, living alone, all that. Like it's rough. in an apartment too. No, exactly. Cause apartments get really, really picky about the dog shit. They don't care about cats though. Cats is sometimes they do. 
cats every in. now and then somebody will have like sneak five cats in and then they'd be pooping all outside the litter box and then that shit is terrible be like never again no cats yeah but, nah i can't do that again it was rough every single cat situation i've been around had me coughing on the podcast all crazy which is different from now this is like a weather change congestion cough now this is from all them people you hug yeah you motherfuckers was sick who you gave you the germs exactly. Nobody. Bust them out. I was very, I was very focused on using hand sanitizer and not touching things because getting sick at cons is a thing. You're all hugging, shaking hands, taking photos with people. You know, you need to be careful with what you touch with what you do. So, I was uh, being as careful as, as possible. I had a little bit of Chick Fil A out there. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry, but it was okay. It wasn't the best because I went and had Chick Fil A at the con, which was like Inside very minimal. Yeah, in the con. They had a little booth set up. Oh. So yeah. it was just like chicken sandwiches with like pickle and just straight up bread, no sauce. You have to get the sauce from the side. It was eh. But I was hungry. Niggas was hungry. We had to do what we had to do to make amends. Uh, all right. So this is usually the part where Reggie goes through his uh, screenshots. And <laughs> oh, shit. We're at an hour already. Okay. Yeah, I know. Time kind of uh, flew. Well, uh, one thing that uh, I, I know I sent it to you, but you <clears> probably didn't have time to watch the video. Capadonna from Wu-Tang was on uh, Vlad TV. And he said he invented the torture game. The one with torture the... Torture what? Yeah, where he was just like, I'll fucking lay your nuts on the dresser, just your nuts and bang your sits <laughs> with a spike fucking bat. I was like, wow. I always had a problem with that because at least I know who to blame now. You shouldn't be telling your friends you're going to do... How many Reg- do you, How many friends do you need to help you put somebody's just nuts I'm gonna on the dresser? I'm going to lay a wire hanger on a stove for like a half hour, take it off and stick it in your ass, slow lights... So he said that they would be out on the block, you know, doing whatever, selling whatever they're selling. And uh, when it got slow, they would play the game with each other to pass the time. And he said, but it had to be funny. It couldn't just be like fucked up. Right. Like you couldn't just be like, well, I'll stab you 18,000 times and look <laughs> at like, look whoa. at you real hard. Yeah. It's uh, like, bro, I'm calling the cops. Nah. So you got to start playing that at work. And then uh, I'm not HR. Nigga, what's wrong with you? No, <laughs> I play with your ass. All right. Look, we just going to have <laughs> I mean it like that, but look, we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, we just gonna have one round right now. Torture game. All right, all right, you go first. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, you you brought it up, so it's uh, your topic. Yeah, give me time to think. I'll go first. You want me to go first? Sure. All right, cool. I'll fucking, <laughs> I'll fucking blend a bacon cheeseburger <laughs> with with milk and ice cream and shove it down your throat. <laughs> what? A... All right, this is getting homoerotic. I was about to say. <laughs> What a what a what a spike deal! Wait wait wait! Fucking, I'm drinking. On, wait. What what's going in my mouth again? <laughs> I fucking no no I got it I got it I got it I I I got it I fucking I fucking tie you down and 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 take a used flashlight and ring it out over your face. <laughs> you know it's crazy so. Let's get the middle picture. So, I don't know why I know this, but a flashlight, it like splits open in half. Like, yeah. And then you're supposed to just run it under water real hard. Yeah. But like imagine if you split it in half and then it just starts like dripping. Out. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> all right. All right. We have gone too far. Okay. So, uh, moving on. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, let's go through some of these topics here. Oh, so uh, I was listening to radio the other day, and you know we all uh, listen to Drake and stuff, but I'm not always paying attention to his lyrics. Right. And uh, Chaining Tatum. 
he said that uh you got attitude on nana and your pussy on agua and your stomach on flat flat and your ass on, on what's that? that but hearing that it like changed my way of thinking i feel like even though this is an older song we could start saying like let's say i go to your restaurant right now and have a delicious meal right and you say was everything to your liking sir and i would say yeah man that satan had my pussy on agua i i would put you out i wouldn't put you out but i'll just walk away from the table real slowly and let everybody else working with me know to not talk to you so you're not gonna use the slang i feel like it's no a i'm not gonna i'm not gonna no i'm not gonna touch that I what feel if like the I album is like really good nah we are good on that one i think i might say nana depending on what he's talking about maybe in reference to like an actual vagina an ill nana be like what that nana do oh man so uh wrangler jeans yeah did you hear that partner with a uh, Lil Nas X or something like that, and people are upset. Yes, because it's going against the cowboy lifestyle. Yes, alleged. Apparently so. Yeah, even though they're we're black cowboys. Yes, yes, it doesn't make any sense. Make it make sense. People just don't want. They, I mean, obviously they did not want him in that sphere of uh, no exactly. country music. Even though half of these motherfuckers are shitty rapping in the exactly. first place. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, fuck that. Yeah, that fucked me up. I'm gonna get some uh, Wrangler on my booty. So, uh, we got some comments here. Yeah. Uh, Wrangler has been the gene brand of outdoorsmen, farmers, and workers. I don't think this is a good campaign to run for this gene brand. Shut your bitch ass. Can't up. believe Wrangler stooped to that level. Stop trying to conform and stay loyal to your roots. Shut your bitch ass up. Wow. What a bunch of sellouts. 129 bucks for a pair of jeans. Keep taking the cowboy out of country. Vomit emoji. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody worried about you, motherfuckers. So apparently people were saying that they left Levi's over this because they became hipster jeans and bike messenger jeans. But like Levi's are comfortable, dude. dude I love Levi's. Yeah. yeah, I fucks with those. So I'm going to get some Wranglers that they don't cost too much. Fuck it. Uh, and I wanted to talk about So Far Sounds. If you guys aren't familiar, uh, there's an interesting article that came out uh, where they were like this organization, their concerts raised twenty five million, but each band or act gets one hundred dollars. So couple of thoughts on this i've worked with so far sounds uh essentially what it is is uh these guys this is the spiel that they give you so these guys said that they were going to shows but like people were like talking and not into the band so they decided why don't we start having our own shows and um you know there won't be like phones allowed and everybody you know will have shorter sets so people kind of don't get get worn out on each act and then you know everybody's just totally engaged right and you have this connection Decent idea on paper, right? Um, so what they do is, and they're they're global, mind you, is someone will donate a space. So let's say you own a jewelry store and you close up at 7 and they have a show at 8, something like that, right? And then you get like 50 people in there, depending on the size of the space. You get three acts. They each perform for half an hour. And uh, I think they charge 15 bucks. And then part of uh, one of the wrinkles of this is that it is um, when you buy – a ticket you don't know where it's going to be or what the artists are mm -hmm. so if you're really into music especially live music and local music independent music you uh you get kind of like this uh wine tasting or something of of bands so oh, it's nice it's a cool concept but uh and from there you can decide if you want to go to like actual shows right and you can support band. them from there yeah. if you're so inclined it's like a trial uh but i always thought it was weird because they used to not give the bands anything 
So the people who who work the day of the show, so they have, you know, people come in, they make sure your name's on the list. Um, usually those people are volunteers. Usually the space is donated and the bands weren't getting paid, which means all of those $15 per person multiplied times 30, 50, what have you. That's all going directly to like the top, however many people of so far. So I didn't, I wasn't cool with that. Um, so we never, uh, worked with them. And then eventually word got out that they were paying a, a grand total of a hundred dollars to, uh, come out and play. And I think, you know, the set times were so small that a hundred dollars probably seemed like, okay, that's fair. Right. It, well, here's, here's what's interesting about this. So this article is coming out and like, look at these monsters. Right. And I'm not going to defend how much they're paying, right? But what I think is interesting is that people are upset about this. This is the same thing that any venue across America and the world is doing, right? So if you're uh, a rock band, you go and play Reggie's, they're going to be like, well, um, a lot of times you don't even get a guarantee, depending on, you know, what what level your act is at, right? Like if you're, if you are on a, a larger label and then, or they can have you open for somebody, you'll get a, a guarantee. Right. But like if it's just a regular night, um, they'll say, Hey, you'll get this much based on how many people we get in and, and how much liquor we sell. Usually not how much liquor we sell. And then they'll book three acts and then they'll give the same cut to the promoter who is expecting you to promote the show as well. So there's, it's like, as an independent musician, you this is not uncommon. And is it shitty? Sure, it definitely is. But this is also like, and granted, they have way less overhead than a venue. But venues are doing the same thing right. to okay. everybody. I see what you mean. Uh, but yeah. What did they raise the, tw- raise the money for? Uh, what do you mean? So far? The $25 million, was it for a cause or just... Oh, general? no, no. That's how Ooh. much... They're making a lot of money. Okay, and, gotcha. Uh, I mean, good for them, I guess. You know, I think it's a good opportunity for bands, but, you know, me personally, like, I've done a few of them, and I don't feel the need to do any more. Yeah, no. At least not for a while. I mean, the 100 bucks is basically just, like, a consolation. It's not like... I don't see it as money. I see it as... It's like, well... You know, that's part of the thing about playing a short set that sucks is because you still have to show up there and you still have to bring a bunch of shit. uh, And even though you're in a shorter set, you're still there the whole night. So, you know, I'd almost rather play an hour or 45 minutes than like 25 minutes because I'm already there. Right. I brought all my stuff. Right, right, right. Um, But yeah, I mean, at least there's $100 at this point so you can get gas and some food. But um yeah, it's fucking crazy. They're making a lot of money. A lot of volunteers, donated spaces. Yep. It's okay to be asked, you know, if you like to be compensated. So, I mean, hey, look, get your money. But that is the uh, the life of artists. Let's see what else we got. Um, cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. It's over. It is. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it came to an end. Uh, I... I guess the last episode wasn't that bad. Uh, I mean, it just wrapped things up, and we all just wanted to see things wrapped up. I would say, in the context of how I think overall disappointing that season was, that was probably one of the better episodes. Yeah, it even was. if the outcomes were not, it didn't make sense, but it was right. Yeah, it was a good episode. But the one prior, 
that was crazy. Like the fight, the fighting started. She started burning shit down like 13 minutes into the episode or something like that. And then it lasted the whole episode. It's so frustrating because, you know, as we all know, HBO was like, hey, you know, you could have like some money and more time to to finish the series. Like, no, we're done. And then they just rushed through. And I'm not 100 percent mad at all of the outcomes, Mm -hmm. but it's like the way that we got here. So we had a seventh and eighth shortened season for essentially no reason where if you had a ninth season, perhaps, uh, or, or even seasons that were the appropriate length everything would have felt earned like game of thrones the, the first half of that series when it was following the books was it was all about like talking and positioning and everything and i get that we're at a point where there's more fighting and everything going on but yeah. like there's no talking right like we don't it's like you would get one line to know what somebody's thinking or what they're about to do and it's like okay well that technically covered that but this isn't how we've been doing it this whole time right just seems like they wanted to Get the wrap that shit up yeah because what are they doing now is done what, what are they I, doing I think they're supposed to be writing a star wars movie and they got some other shit going on I Ooh, okay kid harrington checked into i think like a form of rehab because of alcoholism and stress or something is like that, that what it was? i saw the headline but i didn't read it. I, I they sent me that notification does. like specifically it was like yo he's stressed out and he drinking too much i was like damn i'm still i i don't know if george r Martin is gonna finish these books boy nah man you know what hey. i was looking at the time frame it's about Four to five years between each book, yeah. essentially, and then it's about it's like eight years now from the from the last book, and there's still two left. And I'm glad that he finally got some money and some recognition because, especially when you're writing like sci-fi and fantasy, like, yeah, these guys aren't making any money. I've read all of them, and I've been waiting for the longest time, and I was upset at the show because I thought it was like distra- like distracting them. Um. I, I don't know if it's going to happen. He's distracted. I mean, look, he's going around to doing all these interviews and going to, to galas and shit. And cool, man. That's I'm glad you're getting to enjoy your success. Sit your bum ass down. Type it up. Better write some of this fucking book, boy. Let's go. Get it. Please get it cracking. Like, I've been waiting, bro. I don't know how much longer you got. I know that's offensive. Right. He's older. I don't know how much. I know that's offensive. But let's let's be objectively. What if what if he. <laughs> what? What if. Uh, on his computer, it just says Game of Thrones Book Seven, and like that's all that's written right now. I, I don't want to think about that. That's like wh- that—that's what's tripping me out. Like, what if he hasn't even started? Nah, he's just getting his money. What if he's just planning on croaking, <laughs> so that way he can't be held at fault? He just like, look, man, I'm old. You know what? Who knows? Damn, I shouldn't say that about him, but it's the truth. He's old. I'm so stupid. That was you, God, not Cappadonna. It was you, God. Oh, wow. wow. Look, it's wow. interchangeable. It's torture what it's interchangeable so. uh, and i guess uh what are we at now this could be the last thing um here's something that fucking annoys me people who refuse to learn the first thing about like health wellness <clears throat> biology medicine i don't expect a lot of people to know i didn't know anything about any of that before Until. i went to emt school exactly but here's my problem somebody Posted on Facebook, and this isn't uncommon. I'm just choosing this one because it was recent. They were looking for a natural uh, remedy because I guess they hurt, the, injured themselves, right? And there were literally people in the comments saying, "Rub some garlic on it, drink some apple cider vinegar." It's oh. like, "Fuck you!" Uh. No, I understand to an extent being skeptical of modern medicine because it's you know, especially here in America, it's profit-based it's gross like 
But when you go to see a doctor, regardless of if if they're they don't care if you live or die, right? Like they still went to school and studied for a really long time yeah. to know about all of your ailments and what's going on inside of your body. And then for you to be like, what the fuck is this? Some Tylenol? You think I'm take this bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to eat some cinnamon and some turmeric. I'm about to rub ice on it and ring this flashlight juice. Not even I like, I don't even, did anybody even say like ice or anything? No. People talking about try some hot coconut milk with cinnamon and honey in it. It will stimulate your body. I'm like, Damn, man, y'all y'all finna kill each other out this here. This is why Dr. Sebi's weak ass got to make all this money. <laughs> turning people into, into fucking Batman villains and showing <laughs> crocodile skin on their head. Because you dumb motherfuckers, man. <laughs> I like, I hate this shit. Uh, yeah, no, I see it. What's Fresh golden, juice, juice up some ginger. And then and do what with it? Go to a fucking Drink doctor, it, man. Rub it on something. You can get an infection fucking around with these people online. I hate it. Yeah, no, it's bad. Stop doing that. Yeah, take care of yourselves, people. Like, just I know. I mean, if you just get a checkup at, at the very least. If you get hurt and you want to do home remedies and stuff like that, that's fine. But occasionally see a doctor or a professional so you can make sure you're not going to die. That's all. All I can say about that. So, um, I think that's pretty much it. I'm going to take a moment to plug my Twitch and all the other social media things. Uh, it's going to be Delancey, D-U-L-L-A-N-T-S-Y on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all that good shit. And also Twitch. So you should check that out. I've been waiting for things to be done so that I can come out and roll out and start streaming a little bit more. But just stay tuned because I'm going to have some videos coming for you. So it's lit. And then uh, Reggie, you want to go ahead and give your shenanigan? Uh, I'm on Twitter, Zoot Suit Zombie, all one word. I'm on Instagram, Zoot Suit Zombay, because somebody took my name somehow. Mm, they got you. They it's got available you. on everything but that. But that. Uh, yeah, same on PSN. I'm never playing. I've been playing Switch a lot, but I'm at the very end of Zelda, so that's good. That's I good. I might play some PlayStation soon. Yeah, I'm also Delancey on uh, PSN as well and Xbox. If you got one of those. Uh, so I'm happy to hear you at the end of Zelda. Your weapon's not breaking as quickly no more. So I was playing the game wrong. Oh boy. Uh, basically I told you I would give it a chance. I, I would say it didn't grab me in the same way. Uh, but I'm glad they tried something new. Um, if it were a generic adventure game, would I have liked it as much? I'm not sure. I think the fact that it's Zelda. Right. Helped. Um, story, little underwhelming. Uh, just because there's not a lot there. I mean, somewhat par for the course, right? right with Zelda right, stuff, right, but right. uh, but yeah, like once I figured out that like you gotta kind of power up, <clears throat> they they just made me feel like those shrines were optional ish. So I was like, mm. and I was going all around the map to areas I shouldn't have been in. Uh, but I powered up, got some weapons that didn't break, got some armor, very important, upgraded them at the fairy fountains, and then the game got like pretty easy to be honest, like. Good. I'm Once you get a good it. set of armor and then you get like a couple weapons that are that are nice, you fuck everybody up. Nice. Oh, while we're on the subject, shouts out to Fat Kid Deals. Uh I think that's the at name, Fat Kid Deals. They yeah. have deals on switches and video games and other products and you stuff like that. You don't need us to boost them, but yeah, that's good. That yeah, know. yeah, that's a fact. It's just the fact that they comically used a photo of me that I didn't expect. They're that. a Pikachu Lita fan, right? Is that I think I saw them. Probably. I talked to her before. Ooh, I mean, 
That's to be expected. She's so sweet. She's so sweet. <laughs> All right, cool. That's it. Uh, we'll holler at you guys later. Take it easy. Do your thing. Wash your hands. And eat your uh, veggies. And drink your water while I'm at it. All right, I'm a, we done. All right.